Ready? <laughs> oh, I'm ready, Shelby. Hey, book lovers. Welcome to another exciting episode of Miss Willa's Book Club. I'm Shelby. And I'm Jenna. We're your hosts, and we're excited to be here with you today discussing our favorite thing, books. Whether you're a fan of magical fantasy realms or a hopeless romantic, we have the perfect book recommendations for you. So grab your bookmarks and get cozy, because each episode we'll be discussing viral books on BookTok and Bookstagram. And don't forget that drink of the episode. Hi guys, before we get started today, we just wanted to give a big special shout out to our new book besties, Mags, Joe, and Zan, who run the podcast Three Whiny Witches. You can find them on TikTok and Instagram at Three Whiny Witches. That's the number three, whiny as in W-I-N-E-Y, get it? Wine, <laughs> witches. There's a clear reason why we are friends since they also talk all things fantasy, romance, they drink wine, and they have some amazing banter. These ladies are super funny, and I've seriously been loving listening to them. Go check out their podcasts and their content. We love our book besties. Also, please bear with us on this audio. We were filming and recording up in the mountains, and we were having some issues with our setup. So in the beginning of the audio, there is some crackling, but it does seem to get better as the video is going on on. So please bear with us for this episode. We promise to get it fixed for next time, but we are really looking forward to talking about Assistant to the Villain with you guys. Thank you. Hope you enjoy. Well, hi, Jenna. (laughs) Well, hi, Shelby. (laughs) Every single time it makes me smile. (laughs) That's just the classic opener now. I think so, too. And I think it's pretty dang awesome. Uh I think it's so fun. Oh, my gosh. Well, we are in a new location today. We are. We're up in the mountains, oh. enjoying the the beautiful mountains. Yes, before and it gets way too cold. Yeah, I know. It's been it's been literally perfect weather all day today. Yeah, it's been beautiful out. Mm-hmm. I am surprised that the leaves aren't really changing yet, though. I bet they're going to be changing in the next couple weeks. Yeah, honestly, by this time last year, I feel like all of the leaves and everything were changing. So I'm like. I don't know why they're not yet this maybe it's because it's been really wet this year well and i feel like it was really warm late so i wonder if yeah. that made a difference too that's true because i mean even today the high was only supposed to be like 65 but it was definitely warmer than that today yeah also yeah. this is like such a random comment but i just realized your hair matches your sweater and my hair matches my sweater wait that's actually really funny. <laughs> I was just looking at your hair sitting on your sweater. I was like, yeah. it looks kind of like my dress. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Nice. So Shelby, what are we talking about today? We are talking about Assistant to the Villain by Hannah Nicole. How do you say her last name? Mayor? Mayor? I'm not sure. Yeah. But Assistant to the Villain, it's like huge on my TikTok and Instagram right now. Yeah. I, she's been really big on social media in general um making like the whole series of clips of being the assistant to the villain Mm -hmm. and so i think there was like a lot of hype before she even announced she was going to write a book based on it Mm -hmm. and so a lot of people had it pre-ordered and then i I think they sent out a lot of arc boxes for it too and really generated a lot of hype for it well that's yeah okay i actually saw so many people getting their arc boxes and everything so it's i was a little jealous (laughs) but anyway so we were talking about how um 
because she had sent out a bunch of ARC boxes for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So you said you've been following her for years, right? Yeah, I've been following her for a really long time. She's been doing that bit for a long time. Oh, has she? It is always, <laughs> I, I always thought it was really funny at least. Oh, I but love it. Her like impressions and stuff and her yeah. facial expressions are just so fun yeah like she's, she's embodies Phoebe so, so much it's just she's really cute yeah so do you think she like made the character like around herself <laughs> no I don't necessarily think that she made around herself but I think that she likes acting as that persona yes yeah yeah she's so cute I've now I've been following like the Instagram and stuff mm-hmm. from our account and I just think she's so adorable yeah she's sweet for I sure love it. Oh, that's so did you cute. see that it hit number one um best paperback sellers I did see that yeah. that's so fun yeah what that's... a huge accomplishment too mm-hmm. oh my gosh I love it so much well what are you drinking tonight we don't really have like a designated drink of the episode but what's in your cup <laughs> I have um Kirkland branded whiskey <laughs> <laughs> the Kirkland brand crown and uh, ginger ale. Heck yeah. That actually sounds delicious. I might switch to that after this. I also have apple cider that we could do with whiskey in it. Mm-hmm. That would actually be really good. Yeah. I'm drinking a twisted tea because it's refreshing and I it has been really hot outside today. So it's I been very like, sunny. Yeah. It's been very I feel like we got sunny. a lot of sun. I think so too. I can't tell if I look like I have some, but you definitely look like a little pink in the cheeks. So cute. I love it. <laughs> It's yeah. like the look that everybody wants to go for, you know? Right. <laughs> Don't even need blush today. Exactly. <laughs> We're acting puts them on. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my gosh. Well, Jenna, what did you rate this book? Um, I rated it three and a half, which I was a little disappointed with. I really thought I was going to like this book more yeah. because I find her videos so funny and... I was unfortunately a little bit underwhelmed yeah. with the actual book. Like it, it, what, there were cute moments and there were moments that made me laugh, and um, that's cool. But it, I think for me, the characters fell just like a little bit flat, and it did feel like a little bit repetitive in the type of humor. Yeah. Um, like it, she was like so overly ditzy in a lot of the spots that was like kind of roll your eyes like okay pick me girl kind of moments you know <laughs> that's actually a really good way to put it yeah um <laughs> so that was tough and I was also a little disappointed because it was marketed as adult and I felt like it would be better marketed as a YA like a romance really or a YA, YA comedy, comedy yeah. or something I don't know when you told so I didn't realize that when you told me it was marketed as an adult yeah like, book I was literally Ooh, sorry. so shocked. <laughs> I was trying to scoot back. So I was in line with you. My bad. <laughs> I know. I actually ended up sitting back. So yeah, that's like, that's why yeah. I scooted back. Anyway, sorry. It. Yes, um, go ahead. I I agree. I feel like this should have been like like this was really really YA to me. Like yeah. like almost teen. Mm-hmm. And when you told me that it was marketed as adult, I was like, why? Yeah. There's not. There, like she uses the word fuck a few times but like there were like no sex scenes it, like it wasn't spicy at all I'm like what and classifies it and not that it has to be like explicit sexual content to be considered adult although I think that that's probably something we see in things that are marketed as fantasy romance right. that if it's marketed as adult there's usually explicit content mm-hmm. it doesn't have to have that but there is a level of maturity of the characters too that mm-hmm. I fu- feel like is really different and so I think they're supposed to be a little bit older, but 
I think we've talked in the past about how we age up a lot of YA. Yes. And I felt like I aged them down. In I this. did too. Like she felt like she was like 19. Yes. Or something like that. Like mm-hmm. 19 and sheltered. 100%. Not, I think she was supposed to be what, like 24, 25 or something? Something like that. Yeah. Where it did not see that, seem that way in the slightest. Yeah. I was really confused. So I'm like, tough. so tell us why. Why was this marketed as an adult book? Yeah. So anyway, so that's my thing. Yeah. So that's why I got gave it. And I think it still got a three and a half for me because I think she's funny. And I was picturing her yeah. as I was reading, which again, I think made it funnier to me. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't know her or her content, I don't think I would have found it as funny. Right. So that was me. What, what did you give it? I gave it a three flat. Yeah. And it was because... I really liked the ending, but it was mm. it was really hard for me to read. Like, I think the middle portion was just so tough for me to read that it was like really hard to get through. Cringy, because um, it, it yeah, it was really really cringy, and it's so unfortunate because this book was so hyped up, and I like I really wanted to love this book, but I yeah, yeah. I had a really hard time getting through, and so the ending is why I even gave it a three. Yeah, and I feel so bad. So I haven't been following her for years. I've only been following her like probably like recently like after we started the podcast is Mm -hmm. when I like even (laughs) knew who she was so in that sense I was like well I don't know her as well and so I didn't have that like relevancy and connection to her so yeah that was a little that was a little tough for me yeah yeah gosh is there anything else spoiler-free you have to say about it? Not really. I'm ready to get into some spoilers. Yeah. Okay, so if you haven't read, blocking off now. Mm-hmm. Spoilers coming. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where'd even start? I know. That's what I'm thinking, too. I'm like... What were some parts that you liked? Or some parts that you thought... Or things that you thought were funny? Or... I So I really did like the interaction between Evie and the villain. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Tristan, or Tristan, A.K.A. the villain. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I I really did like their interactions. Like you kind of said earlier, though, like it did seem a little repetitive and overdone, um, but it was funny. And I, you had said in the beginning that it was classified as like, um, what what did you say? It was like the Office meets. I think it's like supposed to be the office meets once upon a time or something like that is what they marketed it as. Yeah. Yeah. And so you told me that before we even started the book and I was like, I get, I get the office vibes. Yeah. I see that a hundred percent. So I liked that. I liked some of the funny banter. I feel like even though it was overdone, it was still fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What did you like about this book? Um, as much as, yeah, some of the types of banter could be overdone kind of like the office it was really fun that i felt like all of our characters that we're interacting with had like very distinct distinctive very extreme personalities they did and it is it does make it funny like yeah. blade the like dragon tamer like, <laughs> has such a distinctive personality or yes. we have like becky the you know office rival and like evie is your own personality <laughs> the villain like we have uh-huh. all these characters that do have like i don't know a very distinctive voice and mm-hmm. so i found that really funny um or endearing, and I really liked the chapters that were from the villain's point of view. I did too. Because I love that derpy, like, oh, I don't like any, or I hate everyone but her. <laughs> that trope, I think, is really cute. And yeah. so that that's like a big one in this book, is the, I hate everyone but you. Yeah, I really liked that too. Mm-hmm. So what are some critiques that you have from this book? 
Yeah. Or I guess whether any, what else did you really like about this book? I um, guess we can finish that. It was a completely unnecessary addition, but I thought the frog was cute. I thought he would show up more, honestly. I did too. And I, it was one of those things that like literally added nothing to the story, no. but it still was like a little bit funny. I know. I thought it, I thought that part was really cute too. I yeah. loved when he like held up the signs and he was like, help. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that even though Evie is kind of uh, portrayed as supposed to be this sweet and innocent character all along the way, like she is pretty cunning she and is. she does have some, like I'm not going to call them evil, right? But she does have some maybe darker mm-hmm. plans or suggestions or like her brain automatically works that way, yeah. which I really enjoyed yeah. seeing in this setting. Cause you were like, Oh wow. You, that's why you're so successful in this specific <laughs> yeah. job is, you know, because of that, cause you, you do have these unique right. ideas that fit. And so I, I thought that was cute. And because of that, I really liked the ending with her being like, well, fine, I'm going to, you know, the tear down the world to save yeah. him kind of vibes. I thought that was cute, too. It kind of reminded me of Shatter Me and oh, the yes. early ones when uh, Juliet's <laughs> got some of those vibes. <laughs> Absolutely. Now that you see that, I totally see that connection. I think that's so funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. What about you? What were some of the really other parts or characters that you really liked? Um, I really liked the villain. I felt I liked Evie, but I also like she kind of drove me a little bit nuts and so yeah. I, unfortunately she wasn't my favorite character I really liked the villain I thought Blade was really funny and like you said he just had like a very distinct personality yeah. the sister Lissa yes oh she was so cute oh my gosh that was so cute I did love that <laughs> yeah I really liked her a lot mm-hmm. that was really fun yeah yeah but so maybe moving to some of the things we were less yeah. impressed by um I felt like the backstory with the mother hurting her brother I feel like that should have felt more impactful but for whatever reason the weight read for me still fell really flat yes like I don't know if it was how that moment was written or what but it just I don't know it like I don't feel like it hit me in a way that I cared that much yeah which I was surprised by because I usually can like really feel mm-hmm. with characters like I get really involved in it I don't know no I'm literally right there with you because I was like okay cool she killed the brother like okay whatever okay right. we're moving on it didn't to me actually have like any impact or like I thought that since we were talking about the mother having all this magic and whatnot I thought Evie was also going to have magic I still think she might you still really okay. well because this is okay. gonna be a series I still I don't know I get a feeling like I, at first I thought when they were like getting attacked or something, mm-hmm. um, and her and the villain are like trying to fight the other people to get to each other. I felt like magic was going to come out then. I was really surprised it didn't. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I really thought that that was going to be the moment, <laughs> but I do kind of wonder if there will be some magic that shows up for her at some point. I hope so. Yeah. I think that would be cool for sure. I didn't realize, um, I know this is a fantasy novel, but I didn't realize that the villain was going to be magical and I really liked that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really fun. There's like a few people with like some magic, but it yeah. was a little bit subtler. Right. Yeah. How so did you? That. How did you feel about the world building as a whole? Um, I feel like there wasn't actually a whole lot of it, and so I kind of just pictured it as like kind of like I do with everything. I kind of pictured it like Akatar, where they like they don't have cell phones they do it's kind of Mm -hmm. like medieval times is kind of how it seemed to me Mm -hmm. um yeah I didn't get that much out of the world building so I thought that that could have been a little bit better Mm -hmm. like 
there wasn't really any talk in the beginning about, like, magic. And so I was, like, a little confused when, like, all of a sudden it got thrown in. Yeah. Yeah, I also felt like the the world building, I think, was maybe a little bit why it fell flat Mm -hmm. for me is because we learned some things kind of about this one kingdom and, like, kind of about the town, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like I had a good picture really of what was going on either besides maybe like the castle that yeah. the um villain or manor or whatever that the villain um lives in i guess maybe i had a little bit of could paint a little bit there yeah. but like in some ways you could say it's a pro because it makes you use your imagination more mm-hmm. to actually come up with what you think something looks like but on the flip side it's hard to not have much to work from agreed yeah and so i did feel like it was a little bit like that it was a move or a book that I felt like would have made a great movie, mm-hmm. but a better movie than a book. Yeah, which is so unfortunate. And I was kind of saying earlier that like it read like a cartoon mm. to me. Like I pictured mm-hmm. it like a cartoon. I didn't really picture it as like real life. And to me, I feel like that kind of like like turned me off a little bit to it mm-hmm. because I knew it wasn't supposed to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. I, it's just hard because I think that comedy I would have would have found funnier in a different form. And I yeah I, yeah I did feel a little bit cringy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely did. I think the number one part where I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, roll my eyes, was when she started crying and quit her job. Yeah. I was like, okay. Like, doesn't even try to explain that nothing. that's someone else's letter. Yeah, it's just like, oh well, I'm gonna let someone else talk first. And yeah. then it's like, oh, I quit. I'm <laughs> like, okay, that was a little dramatic. Uh, Although, I know, I didn't like it. On the flip side, I... Bug. Bug. That's the one thing about being up camping and doing it, there's is a there's bugs. been so many bugs all day. <laughs> um, but, so coming out of the scene with her quitting, though, then came into a part that I really liked that then did feel a little bit more dull, mm-hmm. is the, like, apologizing makeup. Oh, yeah. Um, that I felt like it was really mature in the way that both of them handled that situation because she came back and was like hey you know I get that I had an overreaction like I apologize for how I handled that and he makes the point to also apologize even though he doesn't normally and I I felt like that was actually like a very nice scene between them honestly I loved the way that he apologized and Mm -hmm. he even realized it like in the moment and I know like when you're arguing in the moment, it's really hard to, like, say what you want to say and get all of your feelings out and everything. Um, but I loved that he, like, reflected and came back and was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I really want you to have your job here. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I loved that. That was probably one of my favorite parts of the book. Yeah, I thought that was really good. Um, I also <laughs> am such a sucker for the kiss to blend in or you know like <laughs> surprise kiss trope and that was yeah that's like our one <laughs> I don't know intimate scene right that we have yeah. and it was so cute and when he's immediately calls her love right oh, after too really and he's cute. like what do you need love or whatever he says I was like, just like huh? I was like oh she's like oh you you heard the ruse like you know you know what's up oh okay like, I'm glad what? like he didn't have this monologue in his head <laughs> I know like he just thought it was a dream or whatever right. so he didn't think it was real and that <laughs> <laughs> that I thought was so endearing. Yeah, it really was. Because <laughs> you realize that that's how he 
he like wants to act yeah. towards her and I oh my gosh I melted that part was so that part was so sweet. stinking cute I loved that well and I loved it because we were also getting an insight into like how he was feeling but how what did you think of him being like I'm in love with her yeah I don't know I liked that you liked it did you not I thought it was too I was like yeah you guys spend time together every single day I understand that but to me I was like how do you know you love her you haven't even kissed her yet like you haven't even like done anything like I think you can have love for someone without having sex or like I don't know having sexual interactions yeah I just felt like their interactions were intimate though Like, I felt like everything was very surface level until, like, after that point. And then he started, like, opening up to her about, like, oh, yeah, like, this is why I'm the villain. This is what... It was after was all it that. surface level, though? I, I thought know. so. I don't know. I I didn't necessarily feel like it was all surface level because even before that, even before he was like, oh, my gosh, I think I love her, he had had, like, the small interaction with her family and he kind of had like a little bit of an understanding of her background and where she's coming from and like what she's looking for in life and there are some I don't want to say small secrets but like small things that Evie knows about him that he doesn't share with other people like even the fact that he wants sugar in his coffee or whatever the the cauldron brew basically coffee like there, there were things that he shared with her in just like mannerisms and life that he wasn't sharing with other people so I did feel like there was more of a connection there right and and his level of caring was beyond what it was for anybody else obviously like for her safety and so I don't know because there are lots of people in I'll say other cultures but maybe (laughs) ultra Christian cultures (laughs) um, like a purity culture right but but there are I think like I think you and I maybe see uh physical intimacy as an important part mm-hmm, to absolutely. early parts of a relationship too and, and knowing if you fit together but for other people i don't think that's necessarily true like yeah. some people build relationships without any of that mm-hmm. and so i don't necessarily think it's bad to say oh i love her without having done that because right. okay. i think there was enough substance like it wasn't like they'd only yeah. known each other there are some fantasy books that I read where they've known each other for like two weeks and they're like, like oh my god <laughs> yeah and I mean they've been working spending every day together like lots of time learning everything about each yeah. other so okay fine I see it <laughs> I see I it convinced I see it. you I know we always do this yeah what did you um what did you think of the siblings so what did you think of his oh. like his sister in particular? Um, I oh, sorry, absolutely, the villain's sister, I should say. Yeah, that's that's kind of who I thought you were talking about. Um, I loved her, uh, like her interaction with Tatiana. Yeah, oh, like exes, but aren't we really? I know, but like, there's clearly still love there. You guys still wish you were together. Uh huh. And so I really, I really, really loved those interactions a whole lot. Yeah. Um, and so at first I didn't love Clara, but then like she definitely grew up me yeah yeah um and then who else doesn't he have a brother i don't really remember if his brother does anything besides the one time that they meet at the bar oh oh yeah 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 yeah. and he was um yes because he makes like the the bomb watches right but and I think that's, like, the only time that we really interact yeah, with the brother, I think so right? Yeah, too. I thought it was actually really, really funny, though, when they did go to the bar and he was like, hello, brother. It made me think of the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> like, 
Hello, oh my brother. Gosh, Damon walking up to yeah. Stephen Salvador. Hello, brother. <laughs> that is like 100% what I was picturing, and so I got a good giggle out of that. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. I, that, that scene did remind me of another... I don't know, trope, I guess, that I really Mm -hmm. like. And I don't know that this quite happened in this one, but um, (laughs) the, like, when the girl gets a little bit drunk and, like, more drunk than she normally does, and then she, like, makes a move that she wouldn't have otherwise and, like, kind of throws herself at him. And I felt like that was a little bit the vibe that you Mm -hmm. got here. She's like, please pretend to be dating me. (laughs) I know. Yeah, I thought that was really funny. I loved the whole scene at the bar. I thought Mm -hmm. that was hilarious. Well, and then the fact that she was like, oh, I frequent this place. Like, I know these people, too. Hey! And then, yeah. then it, she's like, wait, that's your brother? And then she, like, turns around the whole situation. She gets all nervous. Yeah. I thought that was really cute. That was pretty cute. Oh, my gosh. Um, did you think, because, okay, so I finished this book today yep. while we were sitting outside. And I know you're watching my reactions and everything. I was. I was watching your reactions. <laughs> like, at first, at first when you saw that, like, Tati had, uh, yes. was, like, hurting her. And you were like, uh-huh. oh, my God, it was her all along. And you're like, wait. Keep reading. <laughs> wait and tell me when you get, like, a few more pages. Yeah. And I, I, I literally thought it was Tatiana. I did, too. That, oh, that got me. I, I thought that was, that was really good. Really well done. Like, uh-huh. little surprise twist. In I feel like the ending, like, really saved the book for me. Mine is yeah. the very, very end because, as you were kind of saying, I did get Juliet vibes. We're like, yeah. I'm going to conquer the world. Yeah. And so I was like, mm, I don't know if I, like love that even though even though she's not as annoying as Juliet Mm -hmm. she's still like to me I was like okay but like show me your credentials what credentials do you have to run the world (laughs) yeah I mean I I I maybe didn't mind it quite as much but I probably I maybe didn't read into it as far as Juliet because Juliet literally this is Juliet from Shattered yes sorry literally says you know that she wants to rule the world yeah but I feel like Evie only really says she's gonna act like the villain to get him back yes and that's really the extent of her interest like she it doesn't really seem like she's like oh i'm gonna conquer the world and take you know whatever kill the king and whatever right. like it didn't i didn't get the vibes that Just it was about everything back. else she was like only interested in doing whatever she had to do to get him right. back right. and so and I, I can actually see that i thought that was fun of her like embracing <laughs> her darker side because because you see it all, all along, along. Mm-hmm. yeah i actually really did like that so like i know this was supposed to be like a grumpy villain and then the sunshine assistant Mm -hmm. but i actually cinnamon roll (laughs) he is a total cinnamon roll uh looks like he could kill you is actually a cinnamon roll (laughs) yes Yes, the villain is totally like that he totally is and i felt like um i i felt like she was less sunshiny than I was really expecting her to be. I agree. Which I liked. I did too. Yeah. I did like that. I felt like I, even though I felt like her character was a little flat from like a backstory perspective, mm-hmm. I did like the diversity in her thoughts and actions yes. and that she clearly like overall feels like she wants to be kind and she wants to be a good right. sister and she wants to be a good daughter and she cares about her neighbors and mm-hmm. all these things cares about people's livelihood but at the same time yes. she's ruthless when she needs to be or can think <laughs> ruthlessly right and i really liked that like dichotomy yes i really did too i i loved that wow it's nice sunset oh, that, right now yeah it's wow that's such a beautiful sunset so we have like a really really big campsite right now and um it's like it technically could be like two campsites but um no it couldn't 
I know. Well, okay, sorry. You can fit a lot of people in the campsite. Yeah, I mean, it's one large, but it's, <laughs> it's one, one large campsite. Yes. And so these people, like, came through and, like, drove through our campsite today when we were sitting here. Yeah. And Gianni was gone. And so I was like, we were like, what the hell? You guys just, like, drove through our campsite. That was not cool. I'm, they are really close, that though. That is really close. That's annoying. Yeah, I don't love it, but whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Anyways, sorry. Yeah. That was really big distraction. <laughs> no, it's totally I fine. also just got distracted by the beautiful sunset. I know. The sunset does look really, really, really beautiful. It's so funny watching our dogs, like, literally run around and just, like, play, yeah. play, play. They're going to be so tired after this weekend. Yeah. So, coming off of that ending, how do you think the next book is going to go, since it's clear this is a series now? Yeah, um... I didn't realize this was going to be a series. And I think I, I literally asked you, like, the last five pages. I was like, wait, this is a series? I was like, well, wait, Well, I mean, the way it ended, I'm assuming it is. But. Yeah, I, I feel like it has to be. Yeah. Um, I think for how YA it is, it has to have a happy ending. And so I'm like, she's going to get the villain. I think she's going to have some sort of, like, magic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're, they're going to fall more in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Clara and Tatiana are going to fall in love again. If they ever fell out of love. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to admit it again. They're, there we go. They're going to get back together. <laughs> what do you think? What are your predictions for the next book? I mean, I agree with those things. I'm curious to see how Arthur plays in. Oh, yeah. So the villain's dad. Because I thought that that plot point was interesting. Mm-hmm. Because I really thought that he was going to be bad at that party, too. I was surprised that oh, yeah, he same. wasn't bad. Um. I don't know. So I'm. I think maybe he's going to end up helping the villain a little bit, even though he doesn't agree with why the villain is doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that what were those creatures called that they oh, the um, goobers? Goobers? Yeah, goobers. The goobers. The I'm goobers. just going to call them the goobers. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. It was something with. I don't have my book in front of me. It was something it's with the G. G R E. And so Gouvre? Gouvre. That's how I was saying it Gouvray. in my head, but like I'm gonna call it a goober. No, let's see if she has I'm like a goofy goober, yeah. <laughs> You're a goofy goober, yeah. We're all goofy goobers, yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyways, okay, whatever it is, I'm yeah. gonna call it a goober, but it's the big the big <laughs> scary creatures. Yes. I feel like the fact that um Evie and the villain and Blade and everybody were trying to treat them as humanely as possible mm-hmm. and that because they were even remember the male was even being like kind of nice to them through yeah. the fence. I feel like there's some that's gonna come back around the fact that they were respecting the animals, mm-hmm. and I think at some point maybe like then the animals will kind of maybe help them a little bit more against oh, the king. I like that because they you know yeah. not that they bonded like but maybe a level of respect for Absolutely. like being treated as humanely as possible. Mm-hmm. So. I could see that happening. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I like that. And then, what do we think about the dragons? Yeah, I'm so curious to see Fluffy. (laughs) Yes, that was so funny. Well, I thought it was even funnier because she was like, I thought your name was Fluffy. Right. (laughs) Tristan. I thought that was so funny. Oh my gosh. And then he turns around and he names the dragon Fluffy. Uh (laughs) That was hilarious to me. It was cute. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure what I think the dragon is going to do yet. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because I guess it's being less nervous now that it's not chained up. Right. But I also kind of want... But, oh, but the king knew that the dragon was coming to mm-hmm. the villain. So that's why I'm like, I don't know what I think is going to happen. Like, I feel like that was seated badly somehow. Right. 
Did you see the betrayal of her father coming? No, I was like, not until they started talking about the ink. As soon as they started talking about the blue ink, I was like, hmm, because they had said a bunch of times how um, she was like constantly writing everything in her little notebook or whatever. Yeah. So once they started talking about the blue ink, I did have a little bit of this like, hmm. Mm hmm. But uh, that was the only time I started it. And that was like maybe 10 pages before they revealed it was him, anyways. So I. I did not see that one coming at all. I didn't see that one coming literally at all. Which was so sad, though, because... Oh, my gosh. Well, I think that's the thing. I had a little bit of a hard time with that twist, though, because Uh he goes from 100% loving father, struggling, whatever, to going to be, like, that fucking harsh to his own children. Like, ruthless. Like, I literally don't give a shit about you. I, I could kill you if I needed to. Yeah, because I... Like, he didn't even seem like he would be sad. Like, no. And that's the thing. I, I feel like I would have... It wouldn't have felt so out of the blue mm-hmm. if his reaction had been like, please, like, you know he's not the right one. If there was, like, some, like, yes. please come to the right side, whatever. There's like, I really care about that. you. I love you. No, it was just as soon as she found out that he was like, oh, well, screw you. I'm going to kill you then. Like, you made your choice. Now yeah. you're going to die for it. And <laughs> that just didn't feel... I don't know if I, I don't want to say didn't feel realistic, but I just I think I would have liked to see mm-hmm. more from that. But I mean, I guess it, he is just supposed to be, you know, like uncaring, yeah. but just crappy. Yeah, know. that was, but it that did was rem- so shitty. It did remind me of like Farah having to take care of her, of her family and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it with, reminded me of that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. really gave me those vibes. So Jenna, who do you think that this book would be really great for? Who would you recommend this book to? I feel like this book is perfect for people who love YA writing and characters Mm -hmm. and really enjoy comedy sitcoms like Community or Parks and Rec or The Office or, I don't know, like anything like that. How I Met Your Mother or whatever. Those types of shows. Like, if you think that type of um, comedy is funny, I think that you would enjoy the the comedy in this book, too. Absolutely. But, Um, But you have to also enjoy... Again, like, a little bit more of, like, maybe YA personality yeah. behind it. Yeah, kind of that, like, like dumb funny. Yes. Yeah, yeah a little bit of the dumb funny. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I think that's a really good recommendation. I feel like if, even though this was um, advertised as, like, an adult fantasy romance, I don't think that it should be classified like that as all, at all. Yeah, I, just... I agree with that, too. <laughs> and it's funny, because even though it is fantasy, I think it was more comedy than it was fantasy. Oh, I totally Which, Like, in a good that. way. I yeah. mean, I think that that was okay to, to do it that mm-hmm. way. It was a, a very different take. It's a very... Assistant to the Villain is a low-stakes fantasy yes. that is easy to follow along. Like, you don't have to think super hard about it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's fun to have a book that's an easy read like that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Even though I didn't love every second of reading the book, I can act, Like, it was still enjoyable as a whole. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh. Well, do we have any other thoughts on this? I think that's all I got. I know. We were looking at the beautiful sunset earlier. Yeah. And so sad that camping season is ending. I know. <laughs> Hopefully we got one more trip with the pretty fall colors. Yeah, I hope so, too. I know. It's... Again, so weird that the leaves aren't changing, but oh well, here we are. Oh, we should go start a fire. Yeah. Oh, that sounds awesome, actually. <laughs> cool. Well, we'll leave you guys and go start our fire. Yeah. Keep well, it spicy, book lovers. Keep it spicy. Um, if you guys love our podcast and you guys are loving us, please go onto Apple Podcasts and go give us a review and give us a rating. We would love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Thanks so much for watching, guys. Thanks. See you next time. See you next time. <laughs> Thank you.
Thank you so much for joining us on Miss Willow's Book Club Podcast. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Miss Willow's Book Club Pod for our upcoming reads. Keep it spicy, book lovers! <laughs> <laughs>